Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Sun podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith, that's Saul Bookman, that's Gerald Bourget, and that is Espo. How are you guys feeling you, on this was, Friday afternoon? You I doing was good okay? As him. He's feeling great over here. <laughs> yeah, it's two man money pun time. Oh, oh man! Did you see Tory Craig's Instagram yesterday? No. Bro, it's fire. He's got a little Bentley. He's got a little Porsche, flexing his body and whatnot. Showed, good for him. Showed two money and said, "The next me." It's all good. Yeah. yeah. It's like this is what you got to look forward to. I, I do have breaking news. Okay. Oh Jesus! Sources are telling me. DeAndre Ayton will or will not be in Phoenix this year. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Big if true. That's crazy. Big if true. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> we still have a little bit more time before all of the dust settles around the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. We got a lot uh, of time. Lots of moves still can be made or cannot be made. What remains to be seen. But what we do know is the Suns did select somebody in last night's draft. Last night, the Phoenix Suns selected Tumani Kamara with the 52nd pick in the 2023 NBA draft. It's been a feels like it's been a minute. Obviously, I know we had sticks, but it feels like it's been a long time since we've had a draft pick. I thought yeah. I thought you meant it feels like a long time since that pick was made. And I was gonna be like, "Are you all right, Lindsay?" No, to be honest, it doesn't feel like a long time. To be honest, I was on that side of this because I was like, "Yeah, it does feel like it was a long time." <laughs> no, just since we've had a draft pick. Um, so obviously, let's dive into what we have learned over the last. I don't know, 12 hours or some odd change. She has no watch on it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> About Tumani Kamara. So he's 23 years old. He's from Brussels, Belgium. He is a 6'8 forward. He spent his junior and senior year at Dayton and before that spent two years at Georgia. From first glance, it seems like defense is what really stands out the most. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a guy that can come in and hopefully give you, if you need a lockdown defender on the perimeter at the four spot. Um, he's a guy that you might be able to turn to pretty early on. He'll still have to get, you know, NBA schemes and rotations down as most college players do, but he's got really good instincts. He's got a seven foot one wingspan, eight foot 11 standing reach, 220 pounds. So he's built enough to play that position. Um, he was really good about getting up into ball handlers and reading passing lanes using his length. Uh, averaged 1.2 steals per game last season and also showed some flashes as a weak side rim protector. Obviously, he's not going to be a small ball center or anything like that, but he can help you uh, on the back line in that way a little bit. And we know the Suns need some defense around Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. Between him and Jordan Goodwin, they have a couple of young players that can defend Goodwin at the point of attack, uh, Tumani on the back line. So 
that's encouraging. Um, the question moving forward is whether his, his offense is going to be able to keep him on the floor. But defensively, I think that late in the second round, that's the type of player that you should be looking for. Yeah, I think you're spot on there, Gerald. And for me, uh, I don't expect him to have too many minutes this year. But if he gets on the court, <laughs> why I, I don't laughing. think the bright lights of the Kamaras are going to impact him. Anytime Espo starts out with agreeing with you, you know he's setting yeah. something up. Especially when he says your name yeah. specifically. Yeah, I like, totally well, you're right about you. that, Gerald. Yeah. But here's the thing that That's I'm going to say. I mean, if you, if you watch this back, Espo, as soon as you said that, I started laughing because I knew it was about to come out. So oh honestly, though, everything, everything I've read, what, what I heard, you know, I – this kid hustles. He brings the energy. Uh, he's a great rebounder, and like you said, his wingspan is is one that that gives him an advantage defensively. So, look, fifty second pick. Can we pump the brakes on expecting anything major? I I hope that he can go out there. He can get his feet under him in summer league, and maybe earn himself a little bit of time in training camp. But the a world of expectations on this kid probably not fair i do like that he seems to have a sense of humor though because his nickname's two he wore the number two and his twitter handle is at too many buckets so i'm like (laughs) at least the kid's got a sense of humor i listen in college in the atlantic 10 and at dayton you heard that right right okay he could guard one through five okay in the nba that might be vastly different and he's going to need some development. Like we, we got to stop. I, I, what I will say is if you're expecting this guy to jump in in game one or even game 30 and be able to provide some solid, you know, minutes and be able to D up, you know, multiple, uh, you know, offensive players and at a high, high level, you have got to step back and really think about the development process of a lot of these prospects. The reason why they go in the 52 overall is because they need a lot of development. Even Jokic in years one and two, like there was, there's some development, you know, there's some development that happens. He wasn't Jokic on day one. Like it it took seven years for him to finally get to that point where he was the most dominant big. Um, So like, I would just say like back up a little bit. Like I, I know everybody's, Listen, I think there's a, a there's an act of desperation to a certain degree amongst the fan base in terms of because we don't really have a lot of other things behind the the big four. Like, what else do we have to to cheer about or really hope for? So, a lot of people are hoping that this is going to 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 be a guy that's a sleeper pick, and I hope it is too. But let's not realistic let's expectations. Be, yeah, here. let's let's have realistic expectations. I hope he's going to get a lot of playing time in the summer league. I'm really excited about Summer League because this is like the first time I'm like, I mean, especially since I've been going to Summer League, that, that I actually had somebody that I'm like, oh, he's actually going to be on the roster maybe. Yeah. This is Ish Wainwright erasure, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> but we well, already knew what Ish Wainwright was. Like, we've seen this. So, so it's, it's not as exciting because yeah. we already knew that Ish deserved this I just this had to shout out Ish Wainwright. Did you, did you watch any Dayton games this year? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is our first glimpse of him in right. summer league, so I'm excited for that. And uh, listen, I hope the kid thrives. I hope he by the end of the year, if he could be anything, you know, if he can give us five to ten minutes off the bench, I will consider that a big time success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just think like we need to, as fans, make sure we're not putting uh, 
too big of expectations on his shoulders. Just I did it. it on purpose. I'm not doing it, Espo. Do money. Espo, leave me alone. Too many expectations. I almost did it, and I'm not doing it. What I, what I will say um, is... Oh, and then be disappointed by what he does, and then flip the script and start, like, bagging on him or whatever. Like, we got, we got to chill out when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, have realistic expectations and give him time before... Everybody decides to turn on him. Just wait till he has. Just wait till he has sixteen rebounds in a summer league game, and everybody loses their goddamn mind about it. Because I feel like that is one thing we're guilty of. New players will come in, or young players, and they'll have a huge game, and then that's the bar, and anything below (laughs) that, and then we start to throw shade at them online, and like we need to chill out with that as a a collective. Yes, but like. Still, it's really usually what happens with us is is like people will be like, oh, yeah, this is a time in the rough but without seeing a single second of him playing a basketball game because mm. they saw like one minute of highlights and they're like, this guy should be getting more playing time. This guy should be getting more playing time. And then the guy gets more playing time. They're like, oh, I can see why he wasn't getting any playing time. Well, yeah, you know, like there's a development process here. Mm-hmm. What I will say what is. Um, I do like the trajectory of his three point shooting, at least 17 mm-hmm. percent um, in year one. 28% in year two, 33%, and then 36% is where he left off at, at Dayton. So it's progressively gotten better. Mm-hmm. So the outside shooting is something that I definitely am looking forward to, especially if you're talking about a guy that's going to get wide open shots if he does find himself on the floor at some point. So that's the thing. So you do have a track record of seeing improvement there every single season. But as we mentioned last night, Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer did say that he's you know an improving shooter who made 40.4% of his 89 open catch and shoot three point attempts over the last two seasons with Dayton per synergy, but he shot just 25.5% on 47 attempts when guarded, which raises the question about his true ability. So there is positive track record as far as putting in the work and continuing to improve on your craft and get better, which we would hope that he would do the same thing at the NBA level, if not even more because of the um, amount of people around him and just what he has available to help him improve in that area. But again, you just have to have realistic expectation on how quickly that development and improvement can come. Nobody's going to guard him. Well, then, well, yeah, that that is the good news. There is, is a like, positive to that. Like, <laughs> a, people aren't going to guard him because he's a second-round rookie, so if he's on the floor, they're not going to have any sort no. of scout on him whatsoever. No. And B, like, even if they do respect him, they're not going to guard him because he might be sharing the court with Brad Beal and Book or Mm -hmm. Book and KD or KD and Beal. So, like, he'll get – if he's on the court, if he's able to stay on the court, he'll get a couple of open threes. The question is whether he'll be able to cash in on them because, like you said, the numbers are great when he's open. They're terrible when he's guarded. Um, And in the NBA, it's a little bit further back, and there are questions about whether – the improvement that he's shown is sustainable like at that 36 37% level cuz it came on only 80 attempts last year total so it's a small sample size but i will say going through the highlights last night like looking at his stroke it's it's relatively smooth it's a little slow and his um shot pocket is a little bit lower than you would like shot so, pocket nope. <laughs> he be stroking <laughs> it got worse somehow as we went from what do you one mean somehow what do you I mean know. somehow it's a song lyric <laughs> from shot pocket of course so. it I did i know it's Come just on. shot pocket was good <laughs> that is pretty good shot pocket is it saturday yet are we done uh but no he needs to raise that he needs to shoot with a little bit more pace because he will get blocked in the pros 
but the, the foundation is there. Emma's look on her face. She's like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> it's the Eric Bledsoe. Oh my gosh. It's rough. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, the, the bigger question for me, like the three point shooting, I think he can be decent enough. The bigger question is whether he'll be able to attack closeouts um, because he doesn't have much of a handle. He was asked to do a little bit too much playmaking at Dayton and make too many decisions with the ball. He won't have to worry about that. Um, but he is a really good finisher around the rim and he has like quick twitch athleticism to where he doesn't need like a runway to get up and dunk. He doesn't need a ton of space. Um, or a ton of time to get up and dunk. He's he's pretty athletic in that way. So that's something that's exciting. His but, coach did say too, he's a leader. Mm-hmm. He's not a guy that you have to to try to pump him up to get his motor going. He's a guy that's going to go out there uh, and try to do the little things in practice and day in day out, which very much fits the mentality of most of the guys on this roster. So even if he's just a guy that goes in. Uh, and as a practice body, you know, a lot, you know, he's going to give that effort and, and try to get better every day. I like that about Yeah, him. I believe his coach was saying that he was the captain his two years at Dayton. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the first year was pretty freshman heavy squad. Mm-hmm. So he had to, like you were saying, not just on the court, but off the court as well, be kind of a decision maker, be a leader and and all of that. So he has at least more maturity in theory joining the squad which we know james jones does typically like older rookies coming <laughs> in probably because of that <laughs> um him, but i do think that that does help as far as just having a more realistic um self-awareness of who you are and what you bring to the table and how and where you need to improve i i heard a lot about you know his you know gerald mentioned his fast twitch muscle fibers um <laughs> He, he, I don't think I said. Gerald's that. like that's not what I said. Don't just quote me. What did you say? Gerald got his medical record. Gerald was talking about how much fiber he eats. <laughs> I mean, oh, what, no, muscle his, fiber. It's the thing. I'm saying quick. I said quick twitch athleticism. Oh, quick yeah, twitch yeah. athleticism. All right. Well, <laughs> well that the I DJ listened. on uh, an Ellen show. Listen, you know, I think one of the he he died. Did he? Twitch died. Oh shit! Oh, come on, guy. I didn't know that. Man, come on. That's oh, I didn't know that. Rest in peace. Shit. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, damn. I don't know how the hell we got there. <laughs> um. Listen. I, I. He. He has the. He has the ability to dunk on somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh. He will be physical. He does attack the rim, which is nice. I do like that. I like the aggressiveness. Uh, like a lot of people said, he's he's kind of a Tory Craig 2.0, if mm-hmm. you will. Um. And I don't know if you can ever have in too many two Tory Craigs, but. I'm okay with it. James Jones sure feels like you can. <laughs> I thought you were going the Alfred Payton round. Third time. Third time. James Jones has got himself Tory Craig. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I another four-year college prospect. I I am curious to watch him at Summer League, but like Saul said, expectations should be tempered. If he's a rotation player of any kind, you did really well with a pick this late in the second round. Um, and if you guys do want to read more, I wrote about his game on both ends of the floor at gophnx.com. If, if he's a rotation player, one of two things happen. He's either worked his ass off or those vet minimums were really bad oh, signings. Like, I that, don't even think they could be that bad. That would be <laughs> real bad. But Yeah, hopefully, I mean, in theory, we should be able – I don't know. Do, do you think for – the only time I was around the Suns, the rookies that we had brought in were like top picks because we were really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Do the Suns do a press conference for Tumani? They might, they might lump him in with 
Like a Bradley, Bradley Beal, Beal actual announcement type of thing. You know how bad would that would be for that, that poor kid? Well, yeah, like, <laughs> they literally did that when they brought four players on stage that one year with D.A., Mikhail, Lewis King, Yeah, Elliot there was Cobo. like two questions for the guys on the end. Yeah, George King. They'll probably, or yeah, George King, that's right. <laughs> Louis yeah, King was but hold on. <laughs> None of those guys are Bradley Beal. I'm <laughs> aware of that. Bradley Beal. <laughs> Why would you do that to the poor kid? <laughs> He's a second round pick. He's not going to get his own press conference well at that point i love that kid just yeah. give me give me a phone call with I'm, their almost, I'm almost willing to bet you guys money he will be lumped in with the other do guys it? Press conference. oh let's do it what's the bet i will Crumble bet you cookies. monroe's hot chicken let's do it all right let's go there we let's go, go. Don't man that's all right you guys heard it first <laughs> saul and gerald have an open bet for a fried chicken sandwich, do you want to make a bet with Espo? No, Espo, no, are we you going to do Monroe's well? hot chicken, not a fried chicken sandwich. There's a big difference. That's here. fine. I want that box, baby. Uh, how about crumble? <laughs> how about crumble on crumble the line for you? Okay. Okay. Oh man. All right, we All right. got lunch and dessert <laughs> on the line. If they put the two of them up there, it's hey, do I get to like, just like be a okay, part of this doing, for the sake of being we're a part doing of this? A crumble and cookie, Emma too. I just bought a house, so I'm not trying. That's fine. I'm trying to get you a whole four box set. I'm telling you, if they put poor Tumani Kabara up there on stage with Bradley Beal, somebody inevitably is going to be like, man, Bradley Beal's agent looks super young. Like, nobody's going to think that. But they also are going to have. them then, Espo, and they probably shouldn't be allowed to show up to the press conference. Let's be honest. They're not going to put nameplates up there. They're also going to have Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd to introduce. So I think they're probably just going to lump them all in one. I'm telling you. They're going to need two stages, like one in the back and Bradley Beal up there. It's like the NFL combine. All the stars get their own podium. The other ones are in the corner. Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry, Tumani. I, it's, it's no disrespect. It's just it's Bradley Beal. Like, I actually think it's a disservice to them. Like. I mean, I agree, but I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. I agree too. I feel like if they were going to have him do his own press conference, it probably would have been today. Yeah, because that's usually what it is when mm-hmm. you after the draft. It's usually they fly here in the morning, and it's like at 10 a.m. Things pop mm-hmm. off, yeah. and then you go through the gamut of media and all that kind of stuff. But again, that was back when we were like. Had the fourth pick and things like that. Yeah. So I know it's a little bit different. Anyway, if you need a break this weekend, uh, might I recommend getting out and getting some golf in? Be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Just make sure you're wearing good <laughs> gear from Pins and Aces. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City. They are a family-owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and uh, even beer sleeves. They've got a lot of really cool innovative products. So make sure you check them out, pinsandaces.com, and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. They have the liquor stick back now. Oh, do they? They do. That's exciting. I bought me one. Exciting news. Mm-hmm. Use that code, PHNX. What? It's a liquor stick. Yeah. But what does it look like? It, it's black. It, it, and you... <laughs> No, no, it's it's. I thought uh, you it's, said powder. I was like, that's what I thought too. I was like, what? It's a stick. I don't. It's not made out of powder. Uh, no, it's it's like it's like a black. It's a big black tube. <laughs> and it's and you. Dude, God damn it, don't, Emma! Don't and, uh, stop looking at it, Emma. Uh, it's a big black tube, but you put you you put your liquor in it, and then you you can. Yeah, it goes in your golf bag, right? Yes, it goes in your. Anyway, Espo, you're up. 
Look, I, I was over. You guys can laugh whatever you want, but I've got something serious to oh, talk no. about. Oh, something that is beloved by us and the Valley. Mm. I was over at the Four Peaks Eighth uh, Street uh, Pub today. Mm-hmm. Had a great lunch out there. Got the uh, got the barbecue mm. chicken pizza. Had a tea shot. Had the Chicago burger. Got got this nice hat. I mean, and you guys didn't bring any for me and Emma. Hell nope. no. Hey, hey, calm down, calm down, Skippy. I got an Adam doing right now. I gave right. an M and M's today. Right. What did you guys give Emma? I Have you ever brought nothing. us anything? I gave her grief. Yes. And I'm talking about our friends at Four Peaks here. Oh. Allow me to continue, please. Uh, it was it was the best beer. I, I always I love that tea shot. It's fantastic. The peach ale is always great. The wild wheat. They've got some big things coming over there at Four Peaks as well. Can't wait to share them with you. But one thing they got going right now is Four Peaks for Teachers Teacher Appreciation Week. Uh, was is coming you can donate stuff they're gonna have these teachers out here getting these great packs of uh, of stuff for their classroom i my wife used to be a teacher they do not give teachers enough money to buy supplies here Amen. four peaks is, is trying to help out with that you can go to four peaks for teachers.org to nominate a teacher today or to donate and check out four peaks brew or four peaks pub to keep up with the latest uh arizona on arizona's hometown brewery must be 21 or older to drink four peaks please drink responsibly mm-hmm. and if you're looking for something fun to do this summer with the whole family octane raceway and mavericks is the place to go they have a summer engineering camp for kids ages 7 to 15 all summer long free bowling for kids it's the kids bowl free program children 15 and under are eligible for two free games each day lots of family fun to be had at octane raceway so you can book some fun this summer at octane raceway and mavericks they've got kart racing virtual reality laser tag axe throwing bowling arcades great food and drinks tons of different events throughout the summer check them out at octaneraceway.com and mavericks.com to learn more so we mentioned that our first look at tumani is going to likely be summer league this year and we officially got the summer league schedule so it's going to be a blast. We're all going to be out there, hopefully. Uh, the games are as such. On Saturday the 8th, they will face Milwaukee at 6 p.m. These are all Arizona times, by the way. Monday the 10th, they will face Miami at 3.30 p.m. Tuesday the 11th, New Orleans at 5 p.m. And Friday the 14th against Utah at 8 p.m. There is one other TBD game, I believe, mm. that they will have. And then, of course, depending on how well they do. They might yeah. play a few more, but and that's what we to, know for certain right now. If you don't make it out to Vegas with us, I believe you'll be able to watch these uh, on the ESPN family and networks or ESPN Plus. So you're going to be able to see these games if you so choose. To. But it's much better if you come out to Vegas and hang out with totally. us. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's, oh, I that's thought all you were going to say something more. <laughs> no, that's all I had to say. Something more. I just want people to come we'll hang be, out with us. Well, we'll if be there. you do come hang out with us, if you do come to Vegas, definitely hit us up and let us know because we'll be out there. We'll have shows all weekend long. Mm-hmm. What? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yep. we'll have shows from Vegas. So we'll be able to share all the information, hopefully get some really great guests on and of course, just have a little bit of fun, crazy Vegas type of shenanigans that True. we will bring you all along with. Um, well, some of them. We're not them. not all of them. Yeah. But it'll be a blast. Hello wants to know when's the PHNX versus DNVR pickup game. I feel like they'd play dirty. I wouldn't I don't know that I would participate. I'm trying to keep my nose the way that it is. 
I'm not trying to oh, accidentally trying. catch an elbow so, to the face. So we're playing three on three. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it. You're uh, going to tell me, you guys are so much taller than me as it is already. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me that there's not a high likely possibility that I would catch a stray elbow to my nose. I guarantee oh, there, you what happened. No, you're so short. We go right over your head with the elbow. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because elbow like right here, you're already like a little lower. That's like prime face location Listen, area. When you when you post up and you go on the block, you take that drop step. That's where the elbow Speaking is. Speaking of the mic. Right it's, it's not the, down low. I don't know, man. Uh, look. Well, I got, I've done I got I six know, good fouls unless we go summer league rules. Then I got ten good fouls. That's yes. about all I'm going to give you in the PHX. Espo's going to be yeah, taking, taking charges in this pickup game. Hey-o. That used to oh, be my he, best move. He used that, that guy. At, I was way good. at the park. Charge. Like, what? So we're no, doing right. two on two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing two on two. Emma, are you playing? Yeah, but no, I, I would definitely take a, us in that pickup Emma game. Emma said she'll play. You could do three on three. Emma will be still do four on four. Oh, I'm talking all the smack right now. I love it. She's on our team. It's okay. So little does okay. Emma know that our, our listen, little, little, just chill. Okay. <laughs> little does Emma know that I am trying to coordinate one of those basketball court, the jump, the jump ones, the trampoline parks with okay. the basketball court. Slam ball. Slam ball. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing these folks. Hold on a I'm second. I'm doing them all. Hold on a second. <laughs> Uh, let's somebody's, go. Somebody's knee is gonna go. Hold on. I don't care. Somebody's knee is gonna I go. I will shatter my entire it's leg not be mine. if I could dunk uh, on one person. So let's make this very clear. Mm. As somebody who has actually tried to dunk with the Sun Solar Squad and the Gorilla, mm. that trampoline shit ain't as easy as you think it's it is. Not. You, I know. It's real hard. I know. You, it isn't. you and your you and your bad knee probably are going to have a very difficult time I mean, listen, going. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm going gonna dunk on somebody. The only it's way going. you're gonna dunk on somebody is if we go to my daughter's elementary school and we play on the seven foot hoops. I don't care. I'm gonna dunk on somebody. <laughs> I promise you, somebody's gonna catch a shack body. <laughs> Lord, legs and everything. Just All right. <laughs> So back to basketball. Uh, we did get an update this week on the Suns coaching staff. They have made their final addition to Frank Vogel's coaching staff. So it's going to be Kevin Young, David Fisdale, Quentin Crawford, uh, Miles Simon, Greg St. Jean, John Lucas III, Drew Anthrop, and John Pastore. Good God. So we finally have rounded out the coaching staff. Frank Vogel also sent out a quote and said, I am thrilled with the coaching staff that we have assembled. Each person brings their own unique skills and experiences to form this dynamic group that will connect with and elevate our players as we set out to develop a championship culture. Yeah, it's an interesting staff just because, like, obviously a lot of Monty's guys are gone. The only one that's left from last year's assistant coaching staff is Kevin Young, who's Mm going to probably be in that offensive coordinator type role. And the rest are all guys that have worked with Vogel in the last few years on the Lakers. Um, only two of them were not around for the Lakers championship season back in 2020. Um, so it, it's telling that Vogel a has his guys and that they were able to kind of, uh, you know, cause his competitor is now on his staff. Basically the guy that he was competing with for this job, he won the job. That guy is still here. The rest of the staff is all guys that he knows. Um, so I think that was kind of the compromise there probably. And it's good that these are guys that have not been under him for a year or two now. And they were all, obviously, if you're getting hired for an NBA job, you're going to take it. But like they were all willing to come back and work under Vogel. That speaks volumes about the type of collaborator that Vogel is. 
Um, and so I'm encouraged by that. They did steal two assistants away from the Mavs and Quentin Crawford and Greg St. John, um, who were there last season. So anytime you can steal from the Mavs, that's a good thing as well. well. I mean, you say, you know, these were guys with NBA jobs too, a lot of them that mm -hmm. decided to come over. So that does speak volumes to wanting to work with Frank Vogel and understanding what it's like to be with them. You get two former Wildcats. Well, I mean, you got to have championship DNA. <laughs> <laughs> you can blah, blah all you blah. want. We still won a national championship <laughs> with Miles Simon. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm cool with Miles Simon. He's, no. he's, he's a, I mean, I, he is admittedly a legend. I will, I will give you that. Um, and I like that a lot of these coaches have a lot of, um, they have a track record for player development or like video coordinators, which is, you can never have, too many of those kind of guys. So um, mm -hmm. Miles Simon was actually the South Bay Lakers head coach in the G League, led him to a 64 and 30 record over his two years there. So I'm, I, I kind of, I'm interested to learn more about these guys as we get to know them and, and what their roles are going to kind of be. But um, they all have experience in multiple places. They've worked with Vogel before. So that's all encouraging. Is this a larger coaching staff than you? It seems no, like. No, I feel like it's pretty much. On par with what most coaches it feels like they have their are. own bench behind the bench as well. Well, yeah. they usually they usually do. I guess it's just because it's been a while since we've seen a full, a full list, all, list at one of time. All, all at one yeah. time that it feels like a lot. But there's a lot of experience mm -hmm. on this uh, on this list as well. So, yeah, I feel like coaching staffs have just gotten bigger and bigger. Like yeah. every year, it seems like they get a look, maybe a, an additional body in there or two, but. Because you have so many different roles for each of these coaches, like Gerald was saying, like some are specifically player development, like with Mark Bryant on Monty staff, it was specifically like working with the big men, like everyone has their niche yeah. to an extent. So it makes sense that you would have spread out and then you have your trusted top guys, which in this case would be Kevin Young and David Fisdale, who are like, those are the three Heads of the dragon, if you will, mm -hmm. as far as, but every coaching staff has that. It's kind of just like this weird little. Yeah, the hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. But a little bit different. <laughs> also known as. You know what I meant, right? Yeah, yeah you got, got it. That is it. That is a professional basketball term. It is. <laughs> Only the inner a... circles know it, though. Exactly. Yeah, hey, I need you to go over here then. You know what I mean? I Listen, like, oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> you act like clicks and whistles and things aren't a language in and of themselves. We all um, know yeah. that they are. Whistle. Uh, listen, I See, think. See, hello gets it. He said I understood that. Right I think there. the versatility in terms of like the, the the range of knowledge of all these coaches at various different levels and success at every level um, is is valuable. Um, I, I'm really I'm really really interested to find out the the approach of some of these coaches. You know, you lost Mark Bryant, and from from all accounts, uh, players you know, revered Mark Bryant. Jock talked about how much he loves Mark Bryant. And, um, you know, and, and a lot of people credited Mark Bryant with, you know, the good things that did happen with DA. Mm -hmm. um, I very much am curious who is going to be that guy. You know, Vogel's going to have his imprint on the team, obviously, and so will Fizz and, and Kevin Young. But who's the other guy? Who's that one guy that they're going to designate to really deal with the bigs, uh, you know, day in, day out, break down film, and really – find a way to get through um, to DA. Uh, and and I'm, I'm really fascinated with how this is going to you know break down. For me, in a perfect world, like I know this isn't necessarily how it would traditionally go. I want Frank Vogel to be that guy. 
with the track record that he has had with the system that he runs as far as the defensive big being an anchor there i want him to be the guy if aiden is on this team it is him who needs to be the guy in aiden's ear all the time in in theory in my opinion i think that would be the best in theory yes but as the head coach typically you you make your imprint on the defensive side because that's what he is but you know you're you've also got to oversee everything right, and there's the there's picture. some levels to this you know what i mean so that's why the assistants have so much of a of a of a big role because they deal with these players predominantly one section of a of a particular outfit um you know and, and what i think is unique about this specific coaching staff is that everybody who's talked about frank vogel has said he is comfortable on basically just handing over mm-hmm. the reins offensively and so that was a probably a big selling point for why kevin young wanted to remain here as well obviously you bring in somebody with the name of david fisdale in who's a more well-known established person within this league i want to think that it's a little bit i feel like it's a little unique is all i'm saying so that the possibility that frank could dedicate more time which traditionally i think most head coaches wouldn't be able to think maybe there's some wiggle room here for him to be able to free up some time for that. There is, but there's also, it's a different, it's going to be a different look. And like Saul, I am kind of fascinated who's going to be kind of the, the bigs coach when they Mm -hmm. break off into different groups, like the guards and the wings and the bigs, like who is going to be the Mark Bryant, who's Mm -hmm. running those drills with them, who has, you know, NBA experience Mm -hmm. as a big man in his past and is passing things on. Um, I'm curious who that's going to be on this staff moving forward and we'll have to wait and see, but um, it, it will be a little bit different, and I am curious to see what kind of impact that has on DA because, like Saul was saying, all of the bigs have said glowing things about mm-hmm. Bryant and what he's taught them and just working with him on a day-to-day. So replacing that is going to be difficult, but it also could bring a different element to the table yeah. in terms of offensive skill set that maybe we haven't seen yet. There's a lot of small guys on that list. Yes. Uh, so that's why I'm also curious. <laughs> right. is who's uh, who's going to be the big – because even Monty in year one – uh, watching him in practice, mm-hmm. um, he would. Yeah, I remember him working with Da one on one on the block and like working on post moves. Monty's a tall guy; he's a bigger guy. Like you know, and Mark Bryant would would be physical with those dudes and working with them. So who's going to be that person? If that's even the case, everybody has a different style, so you don't have to be physical with everybody, but it helps. Well, it hasn't worked with the tall guy teaching him, so maybe a shorter guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Also, I do want to dispute something in the chat earlier mm-hmm. um, that everybody was like, yeah, good point, good point. Mm, okay. Um, uh, Triple B uh, said, Vogel is a coach, not a therapist. I'm sorry, but every coach is a therapist to oh, some every degree. Manager's every manager is a therapist. Every leader has to have some type of an approach uh, to the mental aspect of the game. Uh, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, uh, okay, cool. And, and for DA... It could be mental, or it could just be straight up like I fucking hated playing for Monty Williams. I don't know what it is, but um, to a certain degree, if you're a good coach, you got to know how to get through to a player, and that's where the mental aspect of this comes. That doesn't mean that you know he has to break down his life, but it does mean that you got to figure out a way to get across to a guy. Otherwise, that guy's going to find himself gone, and uh, that's where we're kind of at right now. Right. We we draw the line, obviously, at like coddling or like, oh, he needs another yeah. motivator to get him going. Like, obviously, we've talked at length about how D.A. and D.A. alone is responsible for that. But we do need a coach who's going to be able to tap into what he did defensively before he kind of went on this downturn um, and, and get him to buy into that kind of sacrifice again, like we haven't seen over the last year or two now. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of come, what comes with 
being like a, a leader is you have to find a way to connect with each person on your team, whatever that may team looks like. Like you're not going to connect with Saul the same way you would connect with Espo or Gerald or myself. You know it's what true. I mean? Everyone's different. Well, and, you and everyone gotta, is driven by different things. So you have to, as the leader, be the one who figure out what like, that is. But like Espo has a tremendous relationship with, with Frank Kaminsky and Jock Landale. And it's a different uh, relationship that I have with Jock. Like for whatever, like wh however Espo's disposition is, like Jock has just got an affinity for Espo. <laughs> he really does. And I'm like, I'm not I, like, I think it's great. It's tremendous. We have a different relationship and that's okay. Like that's just how it works out. I'm the tall white guy whisperer. It just happens. It's true. Put him it's on the coach. Absolutely true. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I could train those tall white guys to laugh. <laughs> I got it. I know, but look, what, what you have to do in, in the mental side of things is get each and every one of these guys, these 15 guys, to play and sacrifice for the guy next to them. Hmm. Like, it, it, no matter whether they go hang out outside of a basketball court together, no matter what differences they have, that's the delicate balance of leadership that a coach has to have, and that's why you have to understand the mental side of each guy. Mm -hmm. Because if, if, if D.A. doesn't feel that connection or anybody on the roster, why are they going to sacrifice for that guy next to them if they don't feel that? Yeah. Hmm. All right. So after you've had all the great fun that you're going to have this weekend, you can kick off your week the right way with Illegal Pete's. They've got Margarita Mondays happening at Illegal Pete's exclusively to Arizona locations. You can get $3 margaritas all day, every Monday. You know nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margaritas. And then you can keep the party going because Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays. That means $2 tacos all day. Every Tuesday, enjoy your favorites, whether it's chicken, pork, veggies, you name it. All tacos are just two bucks. So swing by to start your week off the right way at Illegal Pete's. You want to know where I like to go? Where do you like that to go? Was, that saved us last night during that draft coverage? Yep. Our friends at Circle K. Mm -hmm. because, Man, dude, that was clutch. Because Snacks. We it, love them. I mean, to be fair. Sean saved us by going to Circle K yeah. and getting us the sustenance and fuel we needed to make it through that last hour and a half of the draft coverage. I mean, they got energy drinks, they got soda, they got coffee, they got snacks. I mean, Gerald had some uh, candy bar that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that, that he got hooked twix. up with. I mean, like... They've got everything you can need, whether you're going on a road trip, whether you're doing a five-hour draft show, whatever it is that you're doing, uh, they've got you covered. And, you know, they've got so much going on, and I can't find the ad. I got you. <laughs> there, there, you read this. Make sure you're not missing out go. on all the great stuff right now. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar pops head to circlek.com slash door dash locator to find circle k's near you don't forget to get a polar pop enjoy <laughs> somebody in the chat was like i've never seen Lindsay on the thing i only ever see leah um i've gotten texts from a lot of people but apparently it's like i'm in the southeast region of arizona at sierra vista in tucson it's where i've been well, getting I've, the I've, most texts i've from. gotten you like and several Prescott. times up here so i don't know I get Derek you just go to every time. More do you, what, what did I do to deserve Derek every time? Uh -oh. It's like my gas pump is taunting me. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. And of course, uh, our friends over at BetMGM always have cool stuff going on. Starting today, BetMGM players will receive a bonus bet upon login to your BetMGM Sportsbook app every Friday for the next three weeks. So make sure you guys take advantage of it. You just have to log in sometime within 72 hours. So basically, claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday. So but still, like, or sooner, better than later, right? Like, make sure you log in so you can get your bonus bet. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, make sure you sign up today and use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Saul, did you oh, have something you, to share? I thought you wanted to say the super chat. Oh, sure. We could do the super chat first. I was going to say after you. <laughs> no, I said that. after that. Yeah, no, no, I thought you meant whatever. Just read the we super got a super chat. chat from Brian. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you. Said uh, Tracy Esposito, handshake. Frank Kaminsky, both got Riz. Don't Fire forget, emoji. Don't forget Jock, too, because Riz Esposito has got to go. The no. chat said that one. I had no. to get No, what did you that. do? They did say Riz Esposito. That's, that's oh. the new nickname. Uh, real no. quick, I, I, I just want to say this uh, before it's all forgotten. Uh, uh, usually on Mondays, sometimes it's other days, but usually on Mondays we do the Mercury Show, and Espo's been helping host that show along with Hayden Silly, who's been doing a phenomenal job and they've uh it's a it's a tremendous show uh they got a really cool guest coming up on Monday you should check it out uh big time guest so um you know hey support Hall of Famer support yeah Ooh. Hall of Famer there you go uh, right. can I ask can I ask a question real quick yes not that one uh what is Riz <laughs> game I'm just kidding I just, <laughs> but I thought that'd be funny <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, it wouldn't have surprised me. I feel like it's a newer-ish word. Hey, when yeah. when you're older, Emma, it takes months nah. to figure out what words mean. I, I knew it because like Shams, that's just how it works. Shams and K Adams, I knew what it was. All right, and there you go. That's all right, Leah sent another super chat. Said Lindsay, you got to say Taco Tuesday like LeBron. Let's do it. Do it. Come I don't on. think I can. What do you mean? You Taco Tuesday. <laughs> well done. Did it. did it? Did it work? Yeah. Wait, yeah. I thought so we couldn't say that. Yeah. I thought it was copyright. No, he tried. But you can't. You can't. Well, copyright no, he said Taco somebody Tuesday. else did. That's why you can't say that. Didn't Taco, Taco Bell copyright? Did they Taco know? Tuesday? Oh, Bro, okay. you can't copyright Taco Tuesday. Somebody. It did. doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just do it. No, that's different. Taco Tuesday is something the people created. Just do it is something Nike created. Right. Uh, I just uh, trademarked Rizbozito, so don't try to steal it. <laughs> All right, we're going to round out today's show with oh, a draft. Right. What? It was denied. I know, it was. You can't copyright something that belongs to the people like that. Like, oh, that's, that's I'm sorry, you just can't do it. Well, that's good. Copyright Lindsay Smith, so she can't use her own name. 
anyway, Copyright we're going to round out today's show with a draft of rom-com. Saul really, really wanted to do this I draft did. this week. So mm-hmm. we are really excited for this one. Um, I only have like six movies on my board that I've seen Sweet. of rom-com. So please don't pick them. Okay. The order is going to be Gerald, Espo, Saul, and then myself. <laughs> Never first. Nope. I, I hate going first, honestly. Um, but I do feel like there is a good first is there? pick. What you got, Gerald? Um, so with the number one pick, I'm going to take The Princess Bride, one mm. of the OG gross. rom-coms. What do you mean gross? You've I'm never just seen kidding. It. <laughs> I will I will take the actual OG. Oh yeah? I'll have what she's having when Harry, Harry met Sally. Sally. Yep. Those were the top two okay. on the board. All right. Were they now? Haven't seen either, yeah. I don't think. I'm about to get the I'm about to get the the female demographic, I think, on okay. this one. Okay. Right. Clueless. Okay. Okay. All right. That's my wife one. loves that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then with my two back-to-back picks, I'm going to go Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Bridesmaids. I hate you for that one. Can I Can I take a step back? <laughs> Clueless. Doesn't, it, doesn't she fall in love with her stepbrother? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, according to porn, nothing. <laughs> but face, yeah, what's wrong with that? I mean, like they just met though. They like they haven't been around each it's other growing just up. Weird. Wait, so there's context here that matters. I don't so want to be a part of this conversation <laughs> anymore. Is Bridesmaids a rom com? It was on I the list. Don't think it is. Of all the rom coms on the internet, in love with who? I, she falls in love with that like Irish it's the cop baker or whatever. In the oh, cop. Like, he's barely even in the movie. He's in the movie a lot. No, he's not. I'm not having this conversation either. It's Whoa. on the list he's on the internet. Always he finding loopholes, man. I literally looked at 72 different rom com lists, and these are the only movies on it that I've seen. So shush. I don't think you've you literally mail. have done 72 of anything. You've got mail. Yeah, you've got mail is my second pick. Thank you. Gerald. It's not a rom com. You're not a rom com. Psycho's a rom com. <laughs> Titanic. He does one of my wait. favorite love stories <laughs> with a good amount of laughs. Psy- Psycho, he loved his mother. All right. Oh, God. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you're up. Am I? Am I re- do we really? Uh, God, where do I want to go? I'm gonna go with say anything. I enjoy say, say anything. Say anything. Okay. Give me a boombox. I'm a sucker for it. All right. Okay. So I got back to back picks now. Sure All right. Give me. I like the heat. Your eyes. I am complete. Your eyes. Anyway. Real. Um. All right. I am going to go. How to lose a guy in ten days. Oh, I like that. That's a rom-com that I actually like really enjoy watching. That was a good one. Um, and then I am going to go uh, I got to get a classic on the board. Let's go Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless mm. good in one. Seattle. Okay. <laughs> Espo, what you got? <sighs> There's one That's I want to take that I'm, if I take it now, it's going to be way too early. <sighs> You just scrolling the fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's like Lindsay, can you do this one for me as well? <laughs> what a circle case about this, Lindsay. Okay, text symbol that give me an answer. I'll go silver lining playbook right now. 
What? Okay, I what? like that one. Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> yeah, you kind of said that so fast. It was like, <laughs> that's, a, that's like an unconventional one. I like oh, that pick. Well, that uh, I'm right. going to go Pretty Woman. Okay, okay. classic. I am what, Espo? I was going to say, the classic tale of the hooker falling in love we, with the rich can man. We, I'm going to ruin the movie for anyone who goes back and watches it. The very last scene. What movie? Pretty Woman. Okay. The very last scene where they like kiss on the stairwell or whatever. I have, I can't get it out of my head, but when she kisses him, her eyes roll back so far in her head. It's the most hilarious thing. And now when I watch it, I'm just I start laughing, even though it's supposed to be the climax of the movie. Go back and watch it and tell me I'm wrong. Maybe Richard <laughs> Gere's just that good of a kisser. Not, <laughs> I don't know about that, fam. Um, okay, this is a tough one. Because there's three that I actually did watch, and I actually do like all three of these ones. Okay. But I don't know which two will be the best, but I'm going to just go, I'm going to go Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. And uh, I'll go, geez, one's a classic and one's newer, but I feel like the newer one is was really good too. Okay. I'm going to go Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. I like that one. It was um, a good one. We got one more pick. Movie. Is this yeah. the last? No, no. we got two? M- one more. I have okay. one more round. I have two more. Yeah, because uh, I, I need one more. I'm gonna go uh, with one of my favorites, which is Hitch. Hitch, Hitch is a good okay. one. You gotta stay in this pocket, right? <laughs> Just right here. Right. None of this. None of this. Just right here. This is where we live. Right here. We should reenact that song. We should. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really funny. Pretty good. Espo. I'm going to go 10 Things I Hate About You. That's the one I wanted to take. Okay. I like that one. Um, so now I'm back-to-back picks to close my draft out. You are. Okay. Um, Which means I don't have any more options. Ooh, buddy. I have some some good... There's still some good picks on the board. I am going to go with... Hmm. The Wedding Singer. Oh, that's a good one. This is a classic from back in the day. And then... The Wedding Singer... This one's tough. Uh, Chat, send me one. I don't have any more. I got to go with my girl Natalie Portman and do No Strings Attached at the end. More modern one. Mm. Good movie. I that, I, I thought he, there was a different Natalie Portman. I was going to be like, that's not really a romantic uh, comedy. Uh, I'm going to go with Serendipity. Okay. I'm, I'm, an underrated romantic comedy with uh, John Cusack and... Uh, I'm blanking. Uh, Kira Knight. No, not Kira Knight. I'm blanking on the serendipity. Was it Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, I'm I'm torn between two. Mm -hmm. One of them is like my favorite Christmas movie of all time, which is also a rom-com. Oh, take that one. Because I know it'll piss someone else off. I'll take the holiday. (laughs) I'll take the holiday. Gerald, you're such an (laughs) a-hole. The gasp that she was—you <gasps> weren't gonna take it, were you? It was you were gonna take was, the other it one. It was either that or always be my maybe. Gerald, <laughs> I have never been more angry at you than this moment right now. I'm off the hook, finally. No, right. he's just on the list. Around. He just got added to the list. Oh, the wow. list of- <laughs> she looked at me, turned, and went. <gasps> You're such a jerk. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I love it. Oh, my God. I you need a pick you. now, don't you? I don't have 
anything. I don't know any other movies. Take Shaun right? of the Dead. No. <laughs> her, her eyes look like they were all water. I was like, damn, it hurts you. I made her cry. Uh, well, so she, rude. Well, she thinks, can I bring up one that the chat said? Sure. Which one? Jerry Maguire. That is not... <laughs> No. Again, uh, it's again. the same vein as bridesmaids. Again, oh, I'm like right. Jerry Maguire. I mean, doesn't doesn't he even say that he's like? I don't think I can say that line, but like no. he, it's just not. No, it's not a rom com. No, you need both elements, no. and they need to be central to the story. Um, I know. Hello, said that was one of the three movies I've seen. Exactly, Gerald, such a brat. Um, somebody in the chat said love actually is that a good one or the proposal was if you don't know you can't pick it that's a right. lie Espo picked Spider-Man and he ain't even seen right. it Ryan, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and uh, the, propos the proposal's should, cute take, I think I've seen that one take leap year leap year's good and you got you, you got Betty. Proposal. you got Betty White okay. in there that's, uh, that's the proposal for the Lindsay proposal. the proposal oh it was Ryan Reynolds yeah, yeah. I'll take that one I, I have yeah. seen that one okay. so at least I know what I'm talking about I'm not cheating all the way like that. <laughs> Somebody said Ghostbusters. <laughs> Wait, I mean, so is that all five? He does go save the woman. So, I mean, I mean it's a rom-com. Okay, so here's what we have. Gerald has Princess Bride, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Sleepless in Seattle, The Wedding Singer, and No Strings Attached. Espo has When Harry Met Sally, Say Anything, Silver Linings Playbook, 10 Things I Hate About You, and Serendipity. Saul has Clueless, You've Got Mail, Pretty Woman, Hitch, and The Holiday, and I have Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Bridesmaids, Crazy Stupid Love, Crazy Rich Asians, and The Proposal. Man, I it's feel fun. like I have a pretty solid list, and I'm going to lose again. I mean, I feel like all of these lists are pretty solid, and we didn't we left some off, too, because, like, I was torn between Along Came Polly, like, mm -hmm. 500 Days of Summer. That's a good one. There's something about Mary. You for Wait. scuba? <laughs> yeah, for scuba luban. Yeah, there's there's. I'm some surprised good ones. none of you did that Adam Sandler one that you were talking dates. about yesterday. Yeah, it was between fifty first dates. I and forgot the wedding about singer. that one. I just remembered wedding. I went the wedding. Yeah, singer. the wedding singers that the, the wedding better. singer. Yeah, yeah. but it, I don't know. You guys made me feel some type of way about it, so I was like, ah, oh, never mind. I'm not gonna pick that. <laughs> I mean, I love I didn't. It was very assaultish, apparently. <laughs> I was I on the opposite that. end of that. We were just trying to make the case that rom coms are not realistic or and some are problematic. And he was talking. About Groundhog Day as being like creepy. It's problematic. <laughs> it's also it's older. Not. It's also older. Anyway. 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 Um, <laughs> here's the deal. We are a little bit behind because there was so much going on this week as far as getting these um, polls out on Twitter for all of you guys to vote. Mm. So this one's gonna have to wait a minute. It'll so be in the back pocket. We'll put on Twitter a little later. Monday. Um, but Sunday we're gonna post the Frank Kaminsky. Movies one, yeah. so keep an eye out for that on Twitter at phnx underscore suns. Make sure you guys get your votes in because mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot on the line with these. Mm -hmm. So much bragging rights. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. Hope you had some fun on this Friday afternoon. We will be back on Monday with another show for you at 3 p.m. So plan to hang out with us then. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay, and of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just because you get laughed at when you ask someone out doesn't make it a romantic comedy. Ahoy, hoy. Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though, Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the